0: Welcome to another episode of the show. It is Thursday, which means I have some amazing guests here today. They are wildfires in their own right. And I'm super excited. We all have our tea; We are ready to go. I have Miss Savannah, who is an indie label recording artist, which is absolutely phenomenal, coming on to tell her story. And then Amanda, who's a die hard sports fan all things and I want to get into it. So welcome to the show Savannah and Amanda.
1: Thank you for having us. We're so
2: so stoked to be here today. Thank you so much.
0: I'm super excited. So I learned a little bit about you. Um, For those who are just listening, how did you get to embrace your wild? A little bit about that story and how you came together and what that looks like
1: kick us off Savannah.
2: <laughs> this is so funny. Cause side note, Amanda and I being co-founders of embrace your wild as like Amanda talked to you is like, Oh, we usually do this as a team, right? Like if you want to interview us, usually we both come on and it's always like, who's going, who's going first. You, me, you, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you. Yes. Um, embracing my wild man. Um, I grew up super shy super, super shy. Um, Amanda and I both kind of have a lot of similarities in our, our upbringing and kind of who our personalities and the struggles we've faced, you know, through coming into being a woman. And, um, I got married pretty young. I was in an 11 year relationship from the time I was 19 till I was 30. Um, and, Growing up, I've always been super multi-passionate. Um, as you mentioned, a recording artist, a photographer, artist. Um, I've always had all these different passions and whatever in, um, in my relationship when I was married. Um, uh, I really ended up going into corporate and being the breadwinner so that he could pursue his, uh, his career. Um, and during that process, um i really felt you know celebrated by my by my partner for like my accomplishments of like climbing the corporate ladder and like making a great salary and and through that process my my soul was really just getting just more dampened and more stifled and um i we had actually moved to hawaii and it was incredible. We lived there for almost three years and it really cracked me open. And I started asking these bigger questions of like, okay, so you hate your job. You're miserable. You feel like, you feel like you're not expressed. Um, why are you really here? Like, what is your purpose on this planet at this time? Like, why are you really here? And as I started asking myself, these really big kind of daunting questions, um, I started to get the answers. Um, and, over a period of a couple, three, four months, um, I started, you know, following the breadcrumbs and i realized that my greatest gift is holding, holding non-judgmental space for women to really call them forth, um, to become their most fully expressed empowered selves. And I got that answer and I was like, okay, well, what do I do with that? Like, I actually do know that about myself, but what do I do with that? Um, and my mom was like, you know what Savannah, like, you know, I took this coach training for as part of a job, you know, a few years ago, and I think you'd be a really amazing coach. And I was like a coach, like a what? (laughs) And I looked up this, uh, this coach training called the collective training Institute. And, um, I went and did the initial, uh, workshop and like, for the first time in my life, I was like, These are my people. And this is 1000% what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I felt so cracked open. I felt so myself. Um, I felt I was able to truly be expressed and bring my whole self to conversation and relationship in that training. Um, and it was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is my thing. Like, I I didn't want to be a full-time artist. I didn't want to be a full-time photographer, but I was like, this, this is my thing um and i wasn't supported in my marriage to do this training for the cost and the whatever right i was celebrated for my corporate stuff and so going and being a coach was not really supported so i ended up getting divorced um and this is a huge part of me embracing my wild i i stepped away from everything that i knew um i completely started my life over at 30 years old um i had never lived on my own as an adult Um, It was insane. It was insane. Like I literally started everything over. Um, And I was like, I'm going to go finish that coach training. And in that second workshop, that's when I met Amanda. Yeah. Um, We became friends like instantly. It was like, "Uh, so we're friends now, right? Okay, great. (laughs) Like I'm stealing you. like every coffee break, every lunch break. Yeah. (laughs) You want to meet early before class? Do
1: you want to stay? Do you want to have dinner? It's like just trying to get as much time together as possible.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so this beautiful friendship started unfolding, um, at our, our, um, weekend workshops as we did our coach training and, along that process, I was living on my own. I was starting my life over. Um, I had, I had another corporate job that was paying the bills and, um, I had moved back to Washington away from Hawaii. And it was a lot, it was a huge transition. Um, but what was it not even a year after I met Amanda and we had been building our friendship. I had this idea, it just this divine channel, it it totally dropped in my lap. And it was like, Amanda and I had both been been through such huge transitions in our personal lives. And it was like, you know, we had gone to coach training, we had hired coaches for ourselves. We were looking at like, how do we actually step into living into our purpose in the world as our work? And it was like, what if we created a program that was like a whole life overhaul for women? And it, and I like the name dropped in. It was like Embrace Your Wild. I knew it right from the beginning. It was like, How do we create more than a coaching program? Like, how do we include all of the things that actually move the needle for us to transform our lives? And that is where embrace your wild was born. And I texted Amanda and I was like, Hey, I had this idea. I want to create this program for women. This is what it entails. It's called embrace your wild. Like, are you in like, I could do it myself, but I don't want to, I want to do it with someone. And she goes, I'm 250% in now. Let me go read the rest of the message. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just knew, I don't, it was just so exciting when I read it. I was like, hell yeah, I want to be a part of that. And then I had to go back and be like, okay, what did I just commit to? Got it.
2: Good. Still in alignment. Let's go. Um, And here we are. We've um, we've run several groups of women through our program, our six month signature program, Embrace Your Wild Um we share clients. So each client that signs up with us gets two full-time coaches and a group community um, that we call the sisterhood. Um, and not to get too deep into the details of the program, but that's what we've created. And that's what Amanda and I have been building over the past year and a half. I love that. That's, that's, that's my story of embracing my wild. I got goose pimples all over. I love it.
0: Amanda, how how did you get into the coaching space? What was that transition for you?
1: It was over a number of years. I, um, I mean, my undergrad is in psych. I did a master's training program in art therapy, and I worked in that space for a little bit in mental health and addictions in Vancouver and totally burnt myself out of that, <clears throat> just 100% you know, knew about burnout from my education, but then didn't know enough about how to stop it in real time, like recognize it happening in real time. And before I knew it, you know, I was taking the bus home from the job I was working at and I was crying and not knowing that I was crying on public transit. And then I, like, I had one of those kind of like epiphany moments, kind of where you you see yourself from outside of yourself. And I'm like, girl, you are sitting on a bus, it's pitch black outside and it's raining outside, and there are like tears down your face mirroring the rain on the bus window. And I was like, okay, something's wrong. This doesn't feel sustainable. I felt like I was shattered and dying inside. And so I had to pivot and I pivoted into corporate. I went into like recruitment and headhunting, recruitment, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, because the girls got to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. We need the money, right? Student loans are student loans and they don't really care if you're burnt out. (laughs) They still want to be paid. So we did that for a bit. And then the longer I was doing that, the more unhappy I was becoming. And I started to think, well, what was it about the therapy world that I didn't like so much, why, you know, do I want to go back there? Do I want to work with a different clientele? Is it just not mental health and addictions for me? You know, there is a lot of mental health and addictions in my family. So I noticed it was like, oh, I'm a little too close to the fire here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I started to put together the fact that what I was really passionate about was getting people like unstuck from where they are and moving them or getting, you know, not, not me moving them, but assisting them and being able to get unstuck with where they are and moving in the direction of the future that they desire. And what my reality was as a therapist was it was so much past, like just constantly in the past, in the past, in the past, in the past. And I felt like I was just banging my head against the wall, going nowhere. And then this idea of a coach just fell into my lap and I had a couple people say, yeah, I think you'd be good at that. And it was so, so interesting and paralleled in both of our stories that it's this external voice. It's like a nudge, you know, like, Oh, I, Hey, I think, I think you might be good at this. And, and that in itself is kind of a Testament to where we both were in the sense that we didn't know the gifts that we had. We couldn't see ourselves for our own strengths. We were sitting in a place of like confusion and insecurity and doubt that we couldn't see what other people could see, so really grateful for those nudges external to us to get us kind of moving in the right direction. And the first time that I was really exposed to coaching, I was over in the UK. I was living over there for a little bit, and I, I was like, I want to check this out. I wonder if there's any schools here. I wonder if I could talk to somebody or just I was just like thirsty for information on it and just wanted wanted to know. You know, I'd had these nudges, and then it's like, well. Well, what is it? I'm like, would I like it? Would I be good at it? I don't know. And so I went to a one-day workshop, I guess, or yeah, I guess it was like a workshop, and it was run by the school, the coaching school over in London called Animus, A N I M A S. And I, I came alive in that room. It was like an eight-hour, you know, morning to to evening kind of thing with a break for lunch, and we were talking about just introductory coaching things. What is coaching? What is it not? Why do we use it? Where is it helpful? Why do you want to do this? You know, what's intriguing to you. And before I knew it, I was like standing up and answering questions in front of a room of a hundred people that I'd never met before. And I was answering these questions in such a way that the presenter and the facilitator was like using my words later in his presentation to talk to the rest of the class. It was like I was co-facilitating almost without realizing I just totally fell into stride. And from that point on, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I thought I was going to be relocating to the UK. So I actually paid my deposit and initiated going to start my, Training with them, and then ended up not moving to the UK, and had to pivot again. And I pivoted into the Coactive Training Institute, where I ended up meeting Savannah, and and that, yeah, like the rest just picks up where her story was. That our friendship bloomed mega quick and so beautifully, and there then there was this invitation of this program to jump in on the ground floor and build it from scratch together. And it has been the proud, like I am the most proud of this work than anything else I've done in my entire life. I could not be more proud to have my name attached to what we were doing.
0: I love that. And you answered one of my questions. I was gonna ask, what was your your proudest moment? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. That is awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, I love both of your stories because I can see parallels. And I think I told you this, Amanda, when we were chatting, um, that I see parallels in my story and where I'm going and where I'm headed and where you are as well. Um, my up and move and transition and divorce and all that fun process (laughs) is current um, 2021, but at 26, like I, I hit that point in that impetus where I was like, this is, this is not for me. And mm-hmm. this journey of discovery, having, having a coach, um, who really pushes me to put my running shoes on and, and run my race, um, to embrace my fire, to embrace my wild and what that looks like for me. Um, has put me on a path that has really helped me find clarity and I think in all in all heroes journeys right there's there's that dark moment right before that deus ex machina that that external voice that puts us onto the direction of our victory
1: yeah like are you going to answer the call or not
0: yeah love it I think I'm still towing that line, but <laughs> figure it out.
2: Yeah. And we yeah, always that's are. the journey.
0: That's yeah. the journey. There's yeah.
2: always another call. That's the beautiful part, right? We have this uh this false idea that there's a destination, right? That oh, I just need to get through this one thing and then I'll be there. Yep. There's always another destination. There's always another call, right? That is the beauty of this journey of life. Like it's just are you going to answer the call? Are you going to answer the call? Are you going to answer the call? Right. It's like, that's what we actually talk about is like the wild inside of you is it, it, she's always calling you forth your version of wild, that unique voice and drive inside of you. Like, will you continue to answer the call? And it, it's the most courageous work that we can do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So like- huge props to you because. Mm, Divorce and changing your life and your identity and everything is it's oh it's a lot. Yeah. And similar to I went from
0: Virginia, East Coast, mm-hmm. all the way to West Coast. Wow. So I I felt that on an existential and personal
1: level. <laughs> you guys swapped oceans. Well,
2: I guess technically I did too. The Atlantic for the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantic for Pacific,
0: same. Yeah, you, know, you just went from one side of the Pacific to the other
2: side of the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta cross cross an ocean to. Start Sometimes you gotta over. cross cool. an ocean.
0: That's what Elsa did. There you go. There we go.
2: Love <laughs> the Frozen. Uh, <laughs> so great. Uh,
0: all right. So. How has we got like 10 minutes left? Um, how has embrace your wild what does that look like for you personally? And how do you, how do you, I guess, answer the call or begin that journey or continue that journey depending on where you are? Mm,
2: Like, how are we actively embracing our wild? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Sorry, Savannah, what was that? How are we practically? How are we actively embracing our wild? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say for me, answering that call, answering the call was like easy. That yes was an easy yes. Um, And it's been figuring out what that yes means has been where the kind of like the head scratching paused moments are. It's like, whoa, okay. What? not really what did I say yes to, but I said, yes, I'm a woman of my word. And so what in me needs to come forward to make this the most powerful, yes, I can make it. So it's no, this is no time to be playing small. This is no time for my limiting beliefs and my inner saboteurs to run wild. This is the time that I need my like highest wisest self. I need my leadership out in front of me not necessarily pushing me from behind and it's yeah just the just the saying yes to that text message has brought out a whole other woman that i didn't know existed and it's really i'm having the best time getting to know her if i'm totally honest
2: i love that it's making me really think of like who are you becoming on the journey to answering the call. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe you answered the call and then you figure it out, or the call is calling you forth and who are you becoming in order to say yes. Right. To and that to call keep saying yes. Yeah. And to keep saying yes. Um, I think what is so huge here, like actively embracing your wild, like every day, every moment, every chapter that you're in, um, is we always come back to this uh, concept of acceptance and this is so huge in what we what we empower women to do in in embrace your wild like in our community and in our programs self acceptance is more than just loving your body when you look in the mirror right self acceptance is this broader experience of becoming aware of who you are in any given moment, what emotions are present, right? Like we are not always ecstatic and radiant and happy, right? We have this full spectrum of, of sometimes it's rage. Sometimes it's grief. Sometimes it's depression. Um, but it truly is, how can you bring acceptance to the full range of your humanity? And that really is what it is to embrace your wild for me. And it's what we empower our clients to do is to really accept all of the parts of ourselves, not just the shiny, successful, pretty celebratory parts, right. That being angry, being frustrated, being, um, in those darker shadow moments is just as valuable is just as worth celebrating for your growth as is the joy and the power and the beauty you know, the actually the light side of our shadows, right? Um, both of the the polarity of both of those are all worth celebrating and accepting where you are in each day is really what it is to embrace your wild. I love that. That's very it. well said. Very well said. Thank you. You're welcome. I told you I'm an open channel these yeah, days. You've got Just this today. Pouring through <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, uh, I just want to like jump in and dive into your world and your brains and your channels and see what that looks like from like a, a tactical perspective, tangible, tangible is the word I was looking for tangible.
2: Come on in the water's warm. Come join us. <laughs> this is just the first conversation of many is the sense I'm getting. Oh yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, cool. So for the sake of time, I, I love this conversation and I think we could, we could talk authenticity and embracing our wild and bringing in all of the best parts of us. Um, As I know for me, my, my challenge to myself this month is to feel my feelings as Mm -hmm. deeply as possible Um, because we get so busy as people and we numb with, with alcohol and social media and, and all of these things, um, or feel guilty. We put other, other feelings on top of the active feeling.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, so that's, that's my challenge for myself is just feeling all the feelings as they come up without judgment and letting them be beautiful.
2: So simple, but not always easy. So Yeah, that that, that this is the work, is feeling the feelings. It's being with ourselves no matter what is present. Absolutely.
0: All right. My favorite part of this episode is the rapid fire questions where I get to learn a little bit more about you and the the inner being at your soul. So my first question is always first and foremost, what is your favorite cup of love? What just makes your soul warm? of water is it tea coffee wine what have you
1: all right so i've had a concussion a couple of years ago and my taste buds have significantly altered so coffee came off the table and has only recently sort of come back but right now the thing that i love the most is sparkling water with a little bit of mango and pineapple juice
2: it's just like the best. Yeah.
0: Like a virgin mimosa. Sort of. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: No wonder I like that. Cause I love mimosas, but I'm not drinking anymore. It's so all making sense it now. Makes <laughs>
2: make sense. <laughs> Thank you for putting those together. Um, for me, uh, I've, I love coffee. I love craft coffee. Like I always seek out like the best craft espresso coffee shop in the city, wherever I travel. Um, I love a, like a lavender latte dairy-free though, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: like oat milk or coconut milk.
0: Yeah. So good. Awesome. What is a book or resource that has changed your life or your business? this one (laughs) i
2: know right um
0: (laughs)
1: the first thing that comes to my mind is women who run with the wolves by dr chris clarissa god damn it i can never remember oh it's right there can i read it clarissa pinkola estes yep i might have just butchered that women who run with the wolves that is the title got it that works
0: all right and then my next question would be if today was your last day on this goodness green earth What would you like written on your epitaph? So what would be written on your tombstone?
2: Oof. Pulling the punches.
0: (laughs) Big questions.
2: It's so good.
1: (laughs) All right, I got a simple one. She made the world, or she left the world better than when she found it.
2: Love that. Mine would read, um, she loved and that was enough.
1: Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, I feel all of these answers. Goose, triple, delivery. <laughs> over. Um, and then the last question is, what does, I mean, it was our whole conversation, but what does unapologetically authentic mean to you?
1: Feeling the fear and doing it anyway.
2: Hmm. I'm going to go with that. That sums it up. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) It it does. We could
1: expand, but this is a quick answer. So feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: I love this. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I had an absolute blast.
1: Oh, thank you for having us. It was wonderful to speak with you and happy to come back and talk all things authentic and wild with you anytime.
0: Yes. And on that note, remember all of my awesome listeners that Unapologetic begins and ends with you. Chat soon.